You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Time now for the Six Rings Post Game Show. Breaking down everything Patriots. Now, here's Fitzy and Hart on WEEI. Here we go, Tony. Third and 15. That helped the Patriots. That was going to be a no-chance play. Jones. Five yards deep, and this is safety. The safety by Crosby. Nichols got to him also. You want to close out a game? Call on Max. Slog. Drag. Grind. Labor. Struggle. Any of those words would have been perfect to use in describing the New England Patriots' effort at yet another loss out in the desert as they fall 21-17 to at the nightclub in Vegas that also happens to have a football field. And oh, wouldn't it be poetic justice, didn't it have to be this way, that when Jimmy GQB, the beautiful one, goes down with a back injury, in comes the fabled legend of Axel Brian Hoyer. Hoyer the Destroyer, who would factor into the decision as well. And he, discarded by your New England Patriots after the dysfunction and displeasure of 2022, is the one who is able to hoist the ball in victory. Not Michael McCorkle, Mac Jones, who once again leaves Las Vegas winless and is not able to execute another fourth quarter comeback. He still has just one on his career, also the same number of sacks Max Crosby had on Mac Jones that led to a safety. 1917 the score with 2 minutes left and yes, Sacks Crosby gets the best of Vidarian Low, don't you know? And the Patriots drop to 1 and 5 on the season. Hello everybody, good evening. This is your old pal Nick Fitzy Stevens alongside the almighty and powerful Andy Jumbo Hart here on the Six Rings Post Game Show from Boston Sports Original 93.7 FM, 
W-E-E-I and W-E-E-I.com. Getting kind of used to this losing thing again. Really, really, really jibing well with the throwback uniforms, the way the Patriots are playing these days. Pats can't get to 20 points again. The Raiders, not much of a football team themselves. It truly was a sloppy affair, to say the least. If you'd like to get in touch with the program today, we'll be on till 10 o'clock, at which point we will throw it over to Westwood One's coverage of a game that will probably be a little more exciting, so long as you're a Bills Mafia member. The New York football giants who have everybody injured in their starting lineup taking on the Buffalo Bills. That'll be around 10 o'clock tonight, but we got you till that time here on the Six Rings postgame show. 37937 is the text line, 617-779-7937. There's your telephone number. And, of course, the socials are at WEEI, at Fitzy GFY, and at Jumbo Hart. I, I just wish, Andy, I could point to the part of the game where I felt a renewed sense of hope. I wish I could point to the part of the game where I had tingles of joy. I wish I could tell you the timestamp when I thought, hey, the Patriots are actually going to win this game. It just seemed fait accompli right from Jump Street, as much as they tried. And listen, there will actually be people at the tail end of the show that will make the thumbs up portion of the Andy Hart thumbs up, thumbs down from the game because I did see a lot of try in that game. But the New England self-inflicted wounds cannot continue to play the way that they do and expect anything other than this outcome. Sure, maybe the defeat will be by more than four points and likely next week when they play like this or without any sort of renewed sense of purpose, it'll be by more at the hands of the Buffalo Bills. But when Devontae Parker drops a perfectly placed pass from Mac Jones with a minute and a half left, a holding call that leads Bill Belichick to give us really one of the only entertaining moments of the entire game when he tosses the Microsoft Surface to the sideline, I mean, what else could you possibly expect? This is just not a very good football team. And if you're not a very good football team, you can't ha- you, you don't have great players and you especially can't be very well coached. And when people make mistakes like this, I don't care if it's the players or the coaching, everyone holds blame as they get back on board aircraft one and two and fly home, sadly, losers once again. Way too many words. Two words. Devontae Parker. I don't ever want to hear him f- lashing out on social media or in a press conference at Mike Giardi. You want to be something other than stink, stank, and stunk? Catch the damn ball when the game is on the line, when your season is on the line, when your quarterback's reputation is on the line. Forget all the other silly mistakes and errors. There were plenty. They are not a good football team. They're a football team that's very capable of being 2-4 and four right now, and I put this solely on Devontae Parker. He likes to talk a lot of crap. He likes to pretend he's better than he is. He likes to get sensitive when people talk about DeAndre Hopkins. Guess what? Catch the damn ball when Mac Jones, whose career is at a crossroads, drops it into your hands. That game was there to at least get interesting, and he ended it from being interesting. And then the safety happens, and it's obviously over. But Devontae Parker, like, what do you do? What is it you'd say you do around here? Okay, because you've got uh, a contract answer, yeah. extension. Uh-huh. You try to step out of bounds. You don't win 50-50 balls. You, like, you let Xavier Howard consistently take your lunch. And when you had a chance to step up and make a play, and NFL games are won and lost on plays. There's lots of butterfly effect moments throughout a game, but it often comes down to a couple plays. This one came down to Devontae Parker, and Mac Jones hit him in the hands. And Devontae Parker, as he has wont to do, didn't make a play. 
And to me, that's what it boils down to. And I feel bad for other guys. Ramondre Stevenson got his ass whooped, and he comes back, and he finds the end zone. Kendrick Bourne, who was maybe mischaracterized by my friend Mike Giardi as part of the stink, stank, and stunk, had a day trying to carry the offense. Jelani Tavai flying around Mm -hmm. the field. Mm -hmm. Jabril Peppers knocking the living crap out of people as he does each and every week, and there was a shot for them to leave with a win. I'm not saying Mm -hmm. it saves a season. I'm not saying they go to the playoffs. But Devontae Parker, you shouldn't be able to sleep on that plane. You shouldn't be able to eat. Your stomach should be turning because you are the reason they didn't have a chance to win that game. I I can't put it any more simply. No. He deserves all that smoke because if you're going to be the guy that grouses when the Patriots don't even come out and directly say that they're interested in a free agent wide receiver who would have stepped in and easily been the de facto, even at his age, wide receiver one in Foxborough. If you're going to grouse about that, next question. If you're going to get so sensitive, as to reply to Patriots fan pages on freaking Instagram. I think it's at Gillette Nation. They run a nice little page over there, but that's not the point. If you're going to clap back at Instagram pages that grade the performance of Patriots players because they're fans and they're just having fun and talk about the fact that you're wide receiver number one on the team after a, a pretty subpar, if not just fair, average, mediocre 2022 campaign, then you know what? When you get a chance to be the hero when this team desperately needs somebody to step up when you can save the day and prove even if you're not a legitimate number one receiver that you still have some heart some fight some soul some punch and that's what you do mac drops i mean basically that ball andy that was a very similar pass to the one that Eli Manning famously threw to Mario Manningham in Super Bowl 46 in Indianapolis, about 40 yards off the back foot, down the sideline, dropped in the bucket, except you know what happened in that case? Manningham caught it with the game on the line, and just to try to preserve a chance to give Mac Jones his second-ever fourth-quarter comeback, Parker drops it, just like we do telephone calls that run too long on the station. It was It's unbelievable. It's unforgivable. I can't even tell you how many text messages I'm getting right now, how many tweets I see. Make him walk. He doesn't have a seat on the plane. Cut him now. Drop him like he did the pass. I, I mean, it's, it, it's infuriating because the margin for error, this is all we point out and talk about each and every Sunday. You can't make these kinds of mistakes and expect to be in, let alone lose the game. And the Raiders seem like they were hell-bent for high water to try to find a way to get the Patriots back in this game, let alone give them the win. And there it was. Hoyer was not able to keep the ball long enough. Mac Jones had the ball way deep in his own end, and he throws a perfect pass to give them a shot, and Parker drops it. Just, the, you know what? Emblematic of exactly how this season's going and where the future is headed in Foxborough. Absolutely. No, I mean, there there were endless problems in this game. Like, I am not taking everybody else off the hook. But like we've always said, these games come down to singular plays that Brady makes or Gronk makes or big-time playmakers Mm -hmm. make for other teams. Whether, you know, even situationally Jalen Hurts or whoever you want to say that, Patrick Mahomes, those are the guys now. And when you can't count on supposedly, I don't know, your number one receiver, one of your quote-unquote number one receivers, when you put a perfect ball in his hands, I, I, I just find that unacceptable. And then I marry it up with the sensitivities on social media and in press conferences and getting his panties in a bunch or however you say it throughout the summer. Like, yeah, I'm all set. Give uh, When they're healthy, let's see Booty, Demario Douglas, Cunningham, at least guys that I know are, are caring and, are, and want to. I mean, this guy, 
That that was terrible. And the fact that they gave him an extension or whatever the hell they did to his contract over the summer, yeah, that right it. there is emblematic of why they are who they are. They are desperately attached to players who aren't capable of coming up big in the big moments. And that's Devontae Parker. That's Trent Brown. Those are people like that that they're tied to that are the antithesis. antithesis hard for me to say, like it's hard for him to catch. Antithesis of being clutch. That was... That's embarrassing. You're an NFL receiver. That's embarrassing. I don't know why I'm so worked up over that drop. I've seen many drops in my day. That one really got me, and I think it's because I know in the in the big picture, guys like Mac are going to pay for it. We're going to be talking about Mac, and they can't win, and they can't score, and he, he doesn't have any comebacks, and that's the story of his career. That's where I say the devil is in the details, good and bad, when you remember these narratives. Oh, Mac can't come back. You can't make a better throw than that. I don't care if the throw to Thornton down the sideline was bad earlier. I don't care about it. He makes the throw with the game on the line, drops it in his hands, and he drops it. You can't have an easier catch. Is there an easier catch? I mean, it's not one of those jump balls. It's not even like a slant where it's like the triangle catch and it's whizzing and it goes through. This is like little kids do this on flag football fields all over. He dropped it in the bucket. Just put your two hands out and catch the ball. You get paid millions, Mr. Senza. Bet you DeAndre Hopkins would have caught it. I bet you he would have indeed. All right, let's set the table now that we've got our initial feelings and frustrations about today's game outside of Foxborough with the football team on the table. Andy and I are with you until 10 o'clock tonight. We'll carry Bill Belichick and Mac Jones live from Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. We'll also hear later on tonight from our pal Christian Fourier and, of course, our beat writer from WEI.com, Mike Cadlick, and you and your calls. After the Patriots drop a game, just like Devontae Parker dropped all their hope with less than two minutes left, 21-17. to 617-779-7937. There's your number. It's Fitzy and Hart on the Six Rings postgame show with you here on WEEI. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 617-779-7937 is the telephone number on the Six Rings Post Game Show. If you'd like to check in with your old pals Fitzy and Hart and put a voice to your frustrations over yet, Another disappointing loss for your New England Patriots. Now 1-5 on the 2023 season. Andy, you have to hand it to them. They do really find an interesting, if not almost unique way, to gut punch you, pull the rug out from under you, uh, you know, poke you, where it, poke you where it counts when you're not looking each and every week. I thought the game would have just ended on – the game ended with the safety. But like you said, like it really was – yeah, and there was the – the hold, but like the second Parker drops a ball like that, no, sorry, I had got, I had, uh, I had a hiccup. I wish, believe me, <laughs> believe me, I wish. Uh, like it was, it was over then. Like they're just like, you know, they get blown out. They don't score. Like they actually score. Although it was kind of cruelly ironic that the first touchdown they get in about a month, and Mac Jones isn't even on the field for it later on. Uh, it's been an age since he's thrown a touchdown, or at least thrown it to his own team. But man, just. Oh, God. I mean, one thing after another with this team, this is exactly what bad football teams do. They find It's not about finding ways to win. 
you find ways to lose. And they did. Absolutely. I, and From it looked the first like, snap. Uh, they yes. false started on the first snap uh, of the day, Vidarian Lowe. And right through the end, there's, you know, penalties, holds. There was the uh, illegal formation that's on Mac on the goal line where they go sudden. What were they like? Second and goal from the three, I think all of a sudden is like second and goal from the 13 or something like they they keep shooting themselves in the foot. It's and they show me things I've never seen before. Like, I don't know that I've seen the onside uh, free kick following a safety. And I agree. With I've Tony never Romo. seen that. Yeah. Romo's right. I don't know why you wouldn't do a little rugby style like drop kick to the side and try to kick a line drive right at somebody's face and just hope it takes a weird bounce because I think the the short pooch like onside free kick thing is i don't know that that's ever going to work why is the guy not going to catch it like these are professional well excuse me these are professionals but our professional didn't catch a ball that was in the air and dropped easily into his hand so fair point good call joe judge you're right sometimes professionals make horrific plays like Devonte parker last time the patriots tried something along those lines if i am not mistaken it was 2015 when they were up 14 to nothing on the philadelphia eagles and i think sam bradford was a quarterback for the eagles Nate Ebner tried yep. some sort of onside rugby. kick, pooch yep. rugby thing for the kickoff. Didn't it work. went horribly awry, and they blew that game. Yeah, they did. So you're right. <laughs> uh, it, they're unique. They're creative in this, uh, what's it, scripted season or whatever the whole thing the NFL was doing with their marketing mm-hmm. campaign to start the year. The Patriots script is bananas in a bad way because it is. Even Ramondre Stevenson, my guy, that first drop on the first drive, uh. like, They just find ways to make creative new mistakes. Obviously, Mac had to get in on it with his awful decision, awful throw for the interception that, I'm going to tell you, uh, my son makes a better throw than that. I'll bet my life on it. Either of our, your kid, my kid, and most kids. Mike Cadlick, former quarterback, everybody. Worcester State's quarterback, Worcester State's own Mike Cadlick. It wasn't a bad decision when he flushed out to the right and was rolling. He just put so much more mustard on it. I mean, has he never thrown? Uh, on the I, run? On the run before? Has that's it what it looked thrown? like, and that's why I and say bad decision. that's your right side. It's not like to it's, his left yeah, side. It should be an easy throw, right. but throw it out of bounds if you're scared. Run out of bounds, because like, he had the ball already tucked away. He had tucked it and was running full speed, then brought it back out, and maybe that contributed to the poor throw, the re-getting you know, getting it in your hand, maybe he didn't have a great grip. I don't know, but again, trying to do too much, trying to you know end up digging a hole and it's the same script oh they down 10 nothing i think then it was 10 three like mm-hmm. you're still chasing you're not good enough to chase you're not good enough to overcome your own mistakes but in the end you had a chance at least we got back to the first couple weeks where even with the hole and even with the turnovers you had a chance we yep. got rid of the game was over in the second or third quarter kind of thing we also got a chance to see why malik cunningham might not be the answer to uh, all that ails this team when yeah. there was a uh, there was a defensive team meeting that brought him down to which did you notice both bill belichick and bill o'brien uttered the same word one single word it starts with an f and ends with a and rhymes with it. and rhymes with truck <laughs> truck and puck and suck and all those things uh, i uh you know and the, on the opening drive they they finally stop the Raiders, but then there's the penalty on the field goal, and so which was a weird call. The leverage play it didn't look to me like Jelani Tavai or whomever was actually called for trying to gain leverage to elevate to block the kick did as much. But of course, it's oh, 2023. I thought he did. Now I, you could question did, how much he put his right. hand on a shoulder. Now I uh, I don't know. Just how really much. quickly, guys. Sorry to interrupt while we're yeah. waiting for Belichick. But on the text line, we got a lot of text saying like the refs kind of screwed them, kind of no, thing. Why don't, no, why don't you guys shut that down really quickly? They did not. 
Uh, refs suck. All refs suck. That would be my answer to the text yep. line. All refs suck. P- all refs make mistakes. Punters are people, too. Yes, they're going to put. They're going to sell a new T-shirt. It's, it just says all refs like, suck. I, I would like specifics if someone wants to tell me the specific play, because I'm willing to put a specific play out there. Devontae Parker's play, singular play. Lots of, there were whatever there was, 150 other plays. I think that ended their chances of being able to win that football game. If you want to show me where the refs ended their chances... I'd take it. Here's one from the five. Here's one from the five hundred eight, Andy. Okay. How about that BS hold call on Zeke Elliott's touchdown? It was a, it was an absolutely a hole. He grabbed his shirt, and when he, he turned back him. toward him, and he sprung him. You can't even say, "Wow, I had." Because sometimes you say, "Wow, well, why'd they call that?" It was nowhere near the. That sprung him. That sprung Zeke, and it's a hold at all levels. Yes, that's a and, hold in high school. That's is, a hold everywhere. Yes, it is. You're a thousand percent right, Andy, because he he went back against the the grain yep. of of his body, and he stopped the guy from being able to turn around and at least try to tackle Zeke. I hate to say it, texter in the 508, I agree with Andy. It's not just that I hate to agree with Andy, but Andy is 100% right. They're going to call that if it's as overt and flagrant as that one was. And even though the Raiders ended up getting the field goal eventually because the Patriots stopped him a second time as well, at the time you thought, hey, uh, you know, hey, the, uh, the Patriots, the, the, they're going to actually be able to catch some a, a break. There's going to be something that's going to go their way. But no, as always. That looked like they were going to give him a touchdown. Luckily, it only ends in a field goal. But just every some, every single time, it looks like something's going to go their way. You have to look around for a yellow flag or something that's going to make Belichick drop a colorful metaphor, throw a tablet, or have everyone at the party or wherever you happen to be watching it throw their snacks or their hats in the air because. It's, and, and and also, by the way, the game ends on a sack by Max Crosby. How many times are you going to allow somebody, an all-world defensive end like Max Crosby, go against literally the lowest-rated right tackle in football? I mean, and I'm how, not sure how low, low can you him. go? No, I'm not sure Lowe touch touched him. him. Literally it was ran unreal. right by him. Like, at least, I don't know, hold him, grab him, show that you're capable of touching him because I got to <laughs> tell you, Lowe, there's a letter missing from his last name. I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> oh, lower? No, I would start on the other end and make it a Yeah, start at the beginning there, Fitzy. <laughs> and then maybe get rid of the last one. All right, all right, all right. I got you. Okay, well. I can't believe it took you that long to lower. <laughs> low well, okay, well, couldn't go much lower. Low or at least we didn't think <laughs> lows. I mean, do we need to go? We could actually probably use somebody to help us build a better team. But, oh, 21-17, your final. So many different frustrations to voice and discuss and analyze we will take bill belichick the second he goes live here on the post game show but right it's now we're taking to you i promise it's, it's gonna i think be it's really gonna good. be an interesting belichick he's gonna be. start over and then not make any changes for a second week yeah honestly can some by the way can somebody call geek squad or tech team or somebody and explain to bill belichick that when you start over things are supposed to look new and different like can we get an it guy to foxborough to help out belichick because and- all i saw was another variation upon the same kind of football I've seen all freaking season long. And can you remind me, we don't need to get into this now because I think this is a little bit of like minutia, but I'm not sure I cared for Mac Jones starts, Malik Cunningham's the backup, and you don't really have a regular backup. The injury, the third quarterback is Zappy, who you can't put in unless the other... Like, they didn't have a lot of decisions to turn to if they wanted to change anything up offensively there. And I, I'm sorry, Malik Cunningham has been taking QB reps for like three days. He is not ready to run the whole offense, so I don't think you could have put him in just to pull Mac Jones. So definitely a questionable decision there. You couldn't have found a roster spot elsewhere and had no, three quarterbacks? I guess, I guess they really wanted the wide receiver depth elsewhere. I mean, who else did they put in the game at wide receiver or tight end that made him ineligible at that position, thereby necessitating know. that he be the backup? Find a guy. 
I, I find it. I don't know who who it is. Find a guy. All right, I'm going to find a guy right now at six one seven 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 nine seven nine three seven. To you, the Foxborough faithful, the frustrated Foxborough faithful, here on the Six Rings post game show. We kick things off with Jimmy and Malden tonight. Jimmy, how are you? Hey, it's about to have Belichick gets to go to the dog track permanently. He's losing <laughs> his touch. I don't even it's, know. I don't even know Jimmy where I can find a dog track these days. Well, I'm sure there's one somewhere in this country. Probably like an, a virtual reality one. Yeah, maybe the, it's got to be one in the metaverse, right? And also, I think it's. I think it's. I think we're more or less should be preparing ourselves for the 2024 season of Hard Knocks on HBO. Oh, Jimmy, with a good point. Uh, wrong. Um, nope. Bad point. Oh, now, now, why is that it? Well, I mean, because if you have a new coach, they can't force you to do it. Oh, oh, see, oh, somebody, Joe, uh, quick, Joe, go get me some lye and some salt and some maybe some lidocaine because Andy Hart just had a sick burn. I believe that's a rule. I believe there's a rule that if you have a first year coach, they can't force you to be on hard knocks. And if you haven't made the playoffs for two years in a row, that does make you eligible, and you wouldn't have done it in the last five years. Oh yeah, all that will be fair game. But if Bill is gone, wow, I don't think they can be forced to do it. Was oh. Detroit last? year or the year before two years ago okay because that was dan campbell's first year with the yeah, Lions. that was you damn right that was my first year i may be wrong but i thought there was a rule you couldn't force a first year head coach you now could, maybe they wanted to maybe they wanted to do it because they wanted to any public there's no such thing as bad publicity in detroit it says that on the way in first you pass detroit versus everyone and then it says there's no such thing as bad publicity in detroit then the third sign says hey you actually chose to come here but you know what they got a damn good football team how much did they beat the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers in their creamsicle uniforms by? 14, 21, whatever it was. That hey, was a 20-6 to six Lions win. There you go. And your boy Jameson Williams had a nice touchdown pass tonight, Andy. That's because he, he's a good athlete and a good player. I'd take a playmaker like him. Hell, I'd take a playmaker like Jacoby Myers. Uh, we'll Wait, get what? To that. Uh, we'll get to that in just a second. Back to the phone. I can't we get players go. like that. Oh, jeez. Honest to goodness. Joe is in Sudbury. Hello, Joe. Joe. Joe, you're up on six rings. The loss killed him. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry about Joe, but uh, just like Devontae Parker, we will have to drop him. Call back if you get a chance, Joe. I apologize for nothing. Tony's in Worcester. What's up, Tony? Hi, guys. How are you? Criminal negligence of the coaching staff. They should be all put in jail for criminal negligence. This is the most neglected football team I can remember I can remember watching in New England. I, I can't believe how unprepared this team is. Not not just this team, the last couple teams, but that they, they haven't put together a good roster. The coaches suck every year. They they, they were more than suck. We had uh, last year. We had a couple of clowns. We have this. O'Brien can't freaking manage the clock at the end of the game. They spent like eight minutes on the last drive and. They, they put together the worst staff, the worst freaking uh, team, and then they go to the game and they blow up the game. They can't even manage the clock right. I'm, it's driving me nuts. I can't take it anymore. Tony, it's, Tony, it's almost like we've gotten to a point where Andy, Andy and I sometimes make reference to this. It's almost like you'd look at, you'd look to the coaches, the coaches that used to be the master of every last little element and detail, chess over checkers. And you almost have to wonder now, like, so, guys, what is it you'd say you actually do very well around here? Yes. 
Yeah, like the bobs. Bring in the bobs. <laughs> there you go. All right, you caught the reference. Very good. Tony, we appreciate your frustrations and your phone call tonight. Have a great week. His line is open at 617-779-7937. Andy, is there any element of the coaching, of the game plan, anything that the Patriots did tonight on the field at Allegiant Stadium that made you say, hey, all right, I like what I'm seeing here, or like, ooh, didn't expect that, or now that's Patriots football? Um, Not particularly. Uh, right. I mean, there, there were flashes of some um, offensive good play. I did note on Twitter, and this stuck out to me if you're questioning, you know, play calling versus talent versus line and all those things. There were two plays. Uh, I don't know if they were consecutive or in a short span late. There was like a jet sweep to Kendrick Bourne, mm -hmm. and then there was a pitch out to uh, Ramondre Stevenson that both looked initially like, ooh, you got something here, and both led to like three-yard gains. And it almost made me think, oh, wow, like you don't have the horses. Even when it's drawn up and it looks like it's unfolding with green grass and opportunity, you don't have the horses. So I still think this game, if there were there were flashes of hope, again, against a, a, a questionable football team, against a team mm -hmm. that is not very good. All those numbers they were putting up for Josh, and like Tony Romo can tell me Josh is a great coach. He's not a great coach. I love Josh. Josh mm -hmm. is a very, very... Oh, Andy, we Mac have Jones. Mac Jones at the podium. Patriots quarterback Mac Jones checking in with the media assembled at Allegiant Stadium following the Patriots' loss 21-17 to the Raiders. Andy, his voice still always sounds the exact same, mm. win or lose. This week we added yep. we added truthful eyes to go back and fix the errors yeah. and mistakes and watch the tape. I mean, I wish I just, he had truthful lips. I, how about just, like, I'll pay the fine if you want to go up on the podium and just, dro you know, drop an F-bomb or... Just lash out at somebody, get you know, display some passion, something. I mean, that's his demeanor, or at least this is the composed, scripted demeanor he chooses to go to the podium and attend and maintain the post games with. But in a game like this, I just, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to pin the blame to any one person because he did throw a pick, so he did obviously take points off the board from them earlier. There's blame, plenty of blame to be passed around, but just you know, what do you call it? Say, oh, DP is a great deep ball receiver. He is. You lie. Are you, watching? Are you uh, lies? These are all lies, McCorkle. Ah, oh, God. He also I mean, uh, now he we're sprinkled. all just reaching for things just to get frustrated about because we want them to be as angry as we are because this is such so God, it's such a waste of time on Sundays. There's zero joy in this. Zero. Well, I will say, uh, you people, your there people we go. on Twitter, right, mark no, it no, down, no. Joe, seven forty-six. I actually give them credit. They yeah. have. Uh, They've spun this in an interesting direction that I kind of like. Oh. They are thanking Devontae Parker for <laughs> stopping the comeback that may have cost them a high pick and put them back in mediocrity land. Thanks to his drop, you're now well on pace for a top oh, two or three God. pick. And, um, so I, I appreciate the creativity there, thanking Devontae Parker. But I thought Mac sprinkled in a few um, passive-aggressive telling oh. answers. Um First and foremost, the questioning of the tempo on the nine-minute drive. Yes, he questioned it. He said no, but the, I just get the play call and try to call the play. But, yeah, I, I would have liked to have seen more tempo there or whatever. Um, he also, on the interception, said communication. So, to me, that's pointing a little bit of a finger, something that maybe Hunter Henry didn't do. I don't really understand because I thought it was a horrific throw. Um, and then my favorite answer, I think it was our buddy Chris Mason, 
mm-hmm. asked if it's the same problems week after week, and Mac goes, yeah, and then he goes, wait, what do you mean? <laughs> Made me laugh out loud. <laughs> um, yes, it is. Wait, what do you mean by that? <laughs> yeah, we know. You, you, you answered it properly. It's the same damn problems week after week with everybody, including you, but including the line mm-hmm. and the receivers and everybody involved. They all stink. The talent is a problem, and the execution is an even bigger problem right now. And you know, you know how people you you started this um, a couple weeks ago when you were like, "Where are the wins going to come from?" You yeah. asked me that. One I was the, dead. And, on, I was dead um, honest when I asked you this. I, yeah, I'm where, starting to say. Show I don't me know. on the schedule where the don't where know. the guaranteed W is going to come from. I mean, your guy Gardner Minshew might just give you the game because he stinks. Um, but it's yeah. also possible that they could just run it down your throat. So I don't know. He uh, there's there's not a lot of games. Washington. After, maybe you're going to be in a dog. It'll be like this. It'll game. be a dog fight. But Giants I mean, after the bye week. No, that's uh, good. No, fight. Joe. At that, at that point in the season, I'm going to want them to. Eat, Plus, the, uh, eat the L because that could be for the number two or number three overall pick, which is not controlled by the Bears. Plus, as Josh McDaniels showed today, former assistants beat the snot out of Bill Belichick. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's right. Boy, the Giants tonight literally are going into their game in western New York with, I think, Joe Braverman at quarterback, you at running back, me at tight end. I mean, as a team, I I thought the Patriots. Hey, I was doing the elementary days. I'm sure. I put anything past me. And listen, Andy could probably run the wing tee after his days at Tufts as well. Uh, If they could find a helmet big enough to fit my head, I could probably get. I knew there was some sort of shot coming, maybe multiples mixed in. What are you talking about? Can I be that guy for a quick second? Uh, You brought this up, which means I assumed you saw it. Is um is Saquon Barkley inactive or active? I have no. no I have no idea. uh, Good. Yeah. Thanks very much. I'll hang up and. Hey, everything else (laughs) sucks. I might as well check my fantasy team. By the way, at least Kendrick Bourne flew back out to Las Vegas and balled out, or at least did his, his impersonation or his best imitation of balling out. 10 yes. for 91 and some heart and hustle out there today. Plus, he had one carry for four yards. He try, like You could see that it mattered to him. That's what I want to see, even if going down in defeat. Just like we say on the Six Rings promo, whether we celebrate or commiserate, we do it together. And... You could see that this matters to him. He, who even knows if he's going to be here that much longer? Because if the Patriots drop another couple games right before Election Day and shortly after Halloween comes the comes the NFL trading deadline, and for all we know, actually, I think it might actually it could even be Tuesday, October thirty first this year. They may sell off some parts to contenders that could use some spare receivers, D back safeties, what have you. At least he showed me and other teams potentially in an audition tonight on national television with the CBSA team that he cares. That matters to me as a fan. At least I saw someone out there trying his ass off, and that matters. Yeah, I, I mean, there are a few guys that I really feel bad for on this team. Um, Julius Pepper. Uh, not Julius. I Jabril. did the same thing earlier. No, it's okay. I got. A, I did a Julius Peppers. I'd okay. kill for even Julius Peppers at this age to be on the team. Jabril Peppers, uh, yep. Jelani Tavai, who had a bad overzealous, unnecessary roughness call, but I'd rather overzealous, unnecessary roughness than, you know, the Darian Lowe not touching people. Um, there's a few guys. Yeah, I think Zeke Elliott is laying it all on the line as a veteran. Um, certainly born, I think, played well, but there's just a lot of guys that are struggling right now. They're overmatched, um, especially in the back end. When you saw Brian Hoyer picking you apart a little bit for a portion there, like those first couple drives... Ugh. That's sobering, and I know you're down a bunch of defensive backs, and Christian Gonzalez and Matthew Judon are on the sideline, not in the game, but he's Brian Hoyer. You could, I don't know, put up more of a fight. Like, this has become such a dismal season, 
because yeah. this one was there for the taking, just like the first couple, and yet you're one in five, and your season's over, right? Like, I mean, there's no real, I mean, any semblance of a competitive season has ended, not just because of the losses, but the injuries keep piling up. Mm-hmm. They had 16 guys on the injury report this week. They lose Keon White, who was the guy who's supposed to step up for Judon, who's already out. And then mm-hmm. even, you know, they lose guys for portions of the game. You have no depth at running back, and Ramondre Stevenson leaves for a quarter mm-hmm. or whatever it was. Jonathan Jones is banged up again. again. And it's just like, it just it's, it's a snake-bitten season. It's a snake-bitten team, and that's probably a bit of an excuse for a, a team that was poorly constructed, that lacked depth and talent. Um, two but key, it is what it is. Two key factors on an NFL roster in this are... Or depth any age as well. Depth and talent. <laughs> I found they kind of help every now and again. <laughs> All right, back to the phones we go, Andy, as we wrap up our number one of the Six Rings postgame show here. Following the Patriots' second defeat within one year's time at the fancy nightclub with a football stadium in Vegas. Mark is in Balmer. What's up, Mark? Good evening, gentlemen. We are witnessing an abject lesson in how quickly things can unravel for a team in the NFL. Yes, sir. And it's by two decades with Brady, the Pats are not immune. So we've kvetched about what we saw last year and this year with little change. Mm-hmm. So from a strategic view from the franchise, or for the franchise, where do we go from here? The playoffs. Playoffs are out. You just said that. Yes. What, what do they do now as a franchise, and what do we as fans do now based on that and with the backdrop of Belichick chasing Shula? I think the chasing Shula backdrop is now long gone. That's, that's, not, that's not even an afterthought at this point, Mark. We as fans, aside, aside from, you know, tune into Six Rings postgame show and make sure that you make at least one early packy run, if not a second one, on these miserable football Sundays. What do you do? You start wondering, and this is what we were doing even before the season started and what we're going to have to focus the podcast, the postgame, and more on now. You start looking for the helpers, if you will, not to crib a line from Mr. Rogers. But you look for the guys that are trying to play, like Kendrick Bourne, even though this is his last year under contract. You look for the guys that are going to want to be around here next year, that are trying, that care, that you can depend on next year as you probably make one of the largest organizational and team, if, uh, you know, if player personnel pivots I can think of in recent history. That You have to start looking to the future. Aside from Christian Gonzalez, I'm not even sure who else I would say is a guaranteed lock for next year to be a major part of the team or a stud. You could have changes on the line, quarterback, everywhere else. But that's that's what I'd look to. Andy, before we let Mark go, who else would you? What else would you say you look to? Um, I think, and, and I don't say this with any glee or even sarcasm. I think you look forward to the opportunity to have a high pick and a hundred million dollars in cap space and just hope you're one of those teams that can find the right mix in one off season to start a dramatic talent turnover and sort of jump into the next era of Patriots football, regardless of who the GM is, regardless of who the coach is, you have the opportunity to transform your roster to some degree this off season. Well said. And if we were in a warmer climate, we could just play golf instead of watching. Yeah, <laughs> honest to goodness, Mark. Thank so you. So just very drink much. instead. Yeah, so just n- knock a couple back instead. Thank you, Mark. We appreciate the call. His line is open at 617-779-7937. Yeah, w- the the golfing days are going to be pretty lean around here. Probably another couple weeks depending on how things go. A wicked It's always great to have a 1 and 5 start to the season, not a single darn win the rest of the way that I can guarantee or point to. And then hear things like, oh, the El Nino that's been dropping the record amounts of rain on the region 
thus far this year is now going to bring potential record snowfall this coming winter with extended Please. low temperatures and enormous snowfall like blizzard uh, playoffs great. Play- oh. about. playoffs oh. you I kidding actually, me playoffs I, yeah we're not talking about playoffs so, no. so zip it uh i actually have one other thing that legitimately i'm looking forward to what's that it is very, very close. You mentioned cold weather. You oh, mentioned snow. Whiskey, whiskey nog season, yep. Whiskey eggnog season is right around the corner, baby. <laughs> that warms your soul. It warms your belly. It warms weirdly your enough, heart. Weirdly enough, I thought of you the other day. I was in the grocery store, and I saw my first liter of eggnog, yep. and I thought, yep. who the hell wants eggnog the second week of October? No, I, it's too early for me. I actually had the discussion with my wife. I'm waiting till at least November 1st before I uh, take a step in that direction because i got to consult with my coaches over at I, I was going to say, I'm not, sh- I'm, I'm not sure if heavy cream egg yolks. No, no, no. I'm allowed to. Sh- I just, I, I got, you know, within reason and, you know, only a sometime. As the Cookie Monster says, it's a sometimes food. Do you do, uh, do almond nog or coconut nog? Oh, no. I'm the real deal. Oat nog. No, no, no. The, I've actually never tried I don't ju- those. I don't judge. I don't sacrilegious. judge. Sacrilegious. I, I, actually... If I'm going to do it, I want to do it right. I've had oat nog. It's not bad. Yeah, no, I'm not eating something I'm called not pr- oat nog. I'm it not proud dirty. to admit that. Andy, like... I'm not proud to admit that, as you can tell. I'm not taking I'm part in I'm a broken man at this point. Is that on the Urban Dictionary, and what does it mean? No, it is not like a blank soldier helmet or a something oh, steamer. The old Abe have, Lincoln. Have... <laughs> oh, God. Oh, feels what like, has happened to us? Feels like we're all stuck under a glass coffee table at this point. Where's Belichick when you need him? Hey, Joe, are we, we're holding on for Belichick, and we'll catch up on our breaks later. Okay, I'm going to take a call right now. Yes. Uh, uh, a couple, I think, are going to extend a little longer into the good night. So let's go with Marshall in New Hampshire. Welcome to Six Rings, Marshall. Hey, guys. Great show. Thank you. Thanks Thank for you. having me on. Always. Hey, uh, one of you guys mentioned it earlier. What a waste of a Sunday. And every friggin' Sunday seems to be a waste. But yet you feel compelled to sit in front of that TV, you know, because you keep hoping for the best. And, you know, when is Belichick going to man up and say, what's his motto? Do your job. He's not doing his job. I don't know if I heard correctly, but uh, did him and his girlfriend break up? Uh, yes, I believe yes. that was rumored to have been the case yeah. a while ago. Again, I'm not sure not what that to... had. I would think if anything, yeah. if anything, Marshall, that he would have coached angrier or that maybe he had more time on his hands. But no, I, uh, no, but, but I, again, I, I try not to get involved in the not... off field stuff. Yeah, but he's not doing his job there either. So, but we, we digress. <laughs> Oh, jeez. You know, Look what's happened to all of us, Jim. See oh. what losing does? We just go down a bad road. I mean, but what it, his, whole, his whole motto, you know, Brady didn't feel that he was good enough. Cut him. Lawyer Malloy back in, what, the 03 season? Well, I mean, that uh, Yeah, out. we're done with him. Cut him. Well, okay. I mean, so, Bill, Bill stinks. And actually, and I blame Bill for Max digress. I think Matt was a quarterback. Now I don't know what the hell he is. Yeah, he, you know, he, he He's was Max, the scared little boy. Believe it or know? not, Marshall. Believe it or not, Marshall. Even though he threw a, an unforgivable, a borderline unforgivable interception, he made the right read. He just exerted a little too much effort into the throw. This is the of all the games thus far this season. And I thank you very much for the phone call. Have a good night, Marshall. Uh, 
I always will take anyone named after a character on the Paw Patrol. Andy, I, this is the game of the six so far in the season that I think I'm the least angry at Mac for. Uh, yeah, I would I would say that's probably accurate, and I think part of that for me anyway is the ball to Parker, like with the game on the line, he, he stepped threw up. A like, dime. He threw a freaking. I just went back during uh, when Mac Jones was on the podium. I quickly looked for it on Instagram, and uh, you, know, you can find it in many places. I saw it on the at Dan and Ninko feed. Um, I mentioned that because Rob Ninkovich was nice enough to join us earlier when I was at Gillette Stadium for the season ticket member watch party. And you can't, you can, you literally cannot, literally cannot throw a ball any better than that. You can't. Nope. nope. And Mister eighty twenty ball couldn't catch it. Oh, when eighty it was twenty a... ball. This. That's got to be a a ninety nine percent ball, right? That's a ninety nine to one. That's a one, fat. That's a fat free burger ball. There is. It's. Oh. I just. I don't. I. I. It's inexcusable. That's an inexcusable drop, and that ended their hopes of a comeback. They weren't guaranteed anything, but that mm-hmm. jump starts it. That puts the ball. I don't know exactly where Parker was. I'd have to look back at. He my was notes, at about. But, he was at about the four. He was at their own forty. So you know you're getting out near midfield. You only need a field goal. Remember. Yep. And we got this because uh, the score changed on the safety. Um, we got this fancy new strong-legged young kicker that they've been more than willing to attempt 50-plus-yard field goals with. So you don't have to go all that far, and you might have been – you're a couple you know, short completions to Bourne from kicking uh, a potential game-winning field goal, and it all came crashing down thanks to Devontae Parker. Nick in Rhode Island, you're next on the postgame show. Good evening, sir. Nick, hello me. Nick. Hello. 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 How are you guys doing? Oh, Good. Top, top of the world like each and every Sunday. Of course. Um, I, I'm just done with this being the coach's fault. I mean, they gave up 21 points, and it's not really the defense's fault. And, I mean, your guys are throwing the ball to the 45-yard line like you guys just talked about to Devontae Parker, and yet he can't catch it with two hands. I, I don't know what the problem is there, but apparently it's the coach's fault. I just don't know how much longer we have a leash for these coaches. I, I know it's not Bill's fault, but, I mean, these guys, the team's just poorly constructed. I don't know what you guys have to say about that. I'll hang up and listen now. Appreciate well, the call, Thank Nick. you for the call. That actually is Bill's fault because he's yep. the one who constructs the team, and he's the one that decided Devontae Parker was a good addition and Devontae Parker was a good re- guy to keep around and extend. He decided that Juju Smith-Schuster, whether he really wanted to or not, um, whether he was convinced by others within the organization as some of the reports come out, whatever that may be, he has the final decision. He decided it was better to walk away from Jacoby Myers and bring on Juju. Today you had no Juju, and you had Parker, unfortunately, who did nothing until he did something really, really bad for your chances of winning. I mean, this roster is a Bill Belichick roster. Whether he has full control, whether he lets Matt grow, tinker, spend some money, make some picks... The reality is it is Bill's fault. He is the head honcho. He has run the football operation since 2000, and therefore it's on him. Okay, so how about this one from our pal Chris Mason? He has he has the play, the full replay, uh, as do many other X-feeds at by Chris Mason. Asked Deva- so he was in the locker room after just posted this three minutes ago. Asked Devontae Parker if he feels like this is a ball he can catch. Quote, I think so. I mean, fingertips, so I don't know. End nope, quote. not fingertips. No. Perfect no. fall. Perfect fall in the He's middle of your two fraud. hands, you fraudulent fraudy fraud. fraud right he off is, your hands. He's embarrassing. Stop it. Just be a stand-up, 
professional and say, I cost our team a chance to win the game tonight. Mac he, trusted uh, Mac trusted me and I blew it. Or just how about just like I have to make that catch. I am sorry. To the team, to my quarterback, to my coach, to my fans, many of which are debating whether they should spend the Sundays watching these games. If their jobs are on the line, their futures are in the balance, my bad. I own that one. I ate the L, and I won't ever do it again, or I sure as hell will try something. Just I think so. I mean, fingertips, so I don't know. I can tell you. It was more than fingertips. It was two very large man hands, and it bounced right the blank off. All right, we'll go to break right now on that happy note. We'll carry Bill Belichick live when he takes to the podium at Allegiant Stadium. Hour number two of the Six Rings postgame show following the Patriots' very frustrating 21-17 defeat to the Las Vegas Raiders is coming right back here with Fitzy, Hart, Braverman, and you. Don't you go anywhere. 